back to the Ancient World Morning Show Afternoon Edition, the Afternoon Tea Edition. Uh, hope everybody had a, a great Christmas, a great New Year's and a good start of the new year. So it's been about a month since last time and we've been working on both finishing a series of, kind of going through and writing about the purgatory and then also we now started, made a new project, like a website for Dante and the comedy. It's called dantescomedy.com. It's in construction, so it's only available in Britain at the moment, but eventually it will kind of open up more. But uh, we're building it up with essays and introductions and also a new series about the purgatory. So we're starting on the beginning again, now for the third time, <laughs> and going through the chapters uh, with even more kind of context and symbolic interpretation. And we just wanted to say a few words about like the overall uh, reflection or thinking or feeling of of having finished the whole of the purgatory, which was about two weeks ago, before we now started again. And it's just, it's such an inspiring and beautiful part of the trilogy. It's also the, the one that's clearly going from from the earthly to the heavenly, like starting at the at the beach and just natural beauty and the dawn and kind of vitality and fertility. And also like, so the souls are coming with the angelical boatman. So you have this hint of the of the divine from the beginning, but it's still kind of very much kind of the, the natural beauty and just the, the joy of life and the, the nice kind of golden light that is coming with Aurora, the goddess of dawn. And, and also Dante is meeting an old friend and they're having music and everything is great. And you also then have Cato being there as this kind of stern, stoic, unemotional guide and protector and guardian of the mountain and the whole kind of the, the growth that will be coming through the climbing, kind of the spirit of the climb of Mount Purgatory. So it's also very interesting how you, it, he goes from, like Dante as a writer, from in a, in a large sense, very kind of the Greek vices and virtues in the terraces. So you have first the antipurgatory, which is very slow. And it's just like waiting and people had to wait. Some people had to wait 30 times their lifetime. And some people had to wait the same amount of years as they waited to repent. In the Greek meaning of the word repentance, just changing your mind and reconsider your, your thinking and your view of the world. And then you get into, into the terraces and the work with the different virtues that will offset different vices. And then it becomes more of the biblical in the Garden of Eden. But it's very much a, um, th there's a very deep point in starting the, the terraces with the gate of the purgatory. Because we are reaching that, like the gate comes after Dante is being transported in a dream. So after the first day, they're in the Valley of the Princes. And then he falls asleep. And then he says, like, he has a dream in those those very few hours before you wake up, which was said at the time, like kind of in ancient traditions and ancient world, to be the time where you have prophetic dreams. And that's when he, uh, what he's seeing is that he, there's a, there's a giant eagle circling above him. And then the eagle kind of stoops down and, and grabs him and carries him upwards and then into the fire. And then they're both, both being consumed by a fire. And then he wakes up because it's so intense. And then he, he finds himself and Virgil right outside the gate, or kind of <laughs> at the ledge where there's a little crack in the in the mountain. Where, and when they go in there, then they see the gate. But 
but they come up to this this place which is far away from the from the Valley of the Princes. And the explanation is then that this is he was carried by uh, Saint Lucia when he was sleeping, and she is symbolic of light. And also, this eagle is that is the the old symbol of of uh, Jovi or of Zeus in the Greek original. So, but it's also the fire is also this divine fire, very much from the from the from Exodus, the old biblical stories, and that when the eagle and the pilgrim in the dream they're both burning, and they're burning together is this kind of unification theme that is the whole overall kind of the, the final aim for both the mystical traditions to have ex this experience of unification with the divine in yourself and also in the whole book of or in the trilogy of the comedy so that's kind of his he's giving us the the final destination in the sense for the whole journey as he sees in the dream so through that, when we get it, what he's also then implicitly doing is that he's changing the story into being slightly more spiritual. So when we're climbing the mountain after the antipurgatory, it has a feeling that we are at a different level in a sense. This is kind of deeper philosophically, theologically as well. So we are then we're ascending through understanding deeper things, but we really have to work on this and kind of dig deep down in ourselves to understand the different vices especially, like the sources of pride and the source of envy and how that could be offset. And especially things like envy is like the misguided choice of values, especially material values, because they by nature are kind of a scarce resource. So that will create envy. And but just like a natural dynamic, while spiritual good things are limitless kind of there's an abundance that will like and also like the more you have of it there's no it doesn't spur any envy in anybody and also if you have more of it the natural thing is to wish other people to have it as well so they have this imagery of kind of this is the divine light being reflected like in mirrors so it only multiplies and this look at this mu mutually multiplying effect when more people have it so that is one of those deep points we get on the second terrace. And then you also go through this when you read it, that you do have some insights that change the way you think and you see the world. And uh, then you also kind of, you become like almost like a, a companion of the pilgrim through the journey. And then his reactions become more a reflection of your own thoughts sometimes. So, and when that happens, it's, it's a really joyful experience to read the book so um, that's kind of what we just wanted to say about like the 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 really valuable thing and practically helpful thing of reading the purgatory and uh, what we saw more clearly this like the second time we went through it and now we're going through it the third time and it's even more now we have that as the overall context so it's even easier to to explain or to kind of try to present the symbolism and the, the scenes we are seeing in the beginning and all through the journey. Okay, so that's all for this one. And uh, if you are in Britain and also Italy, you can go to dantescomedy.com and then you can see this new podcast series and also some articles we've written about these topics. And uh, we're going to work on this the whole whole year. So it's just we just started, it's been like two weeks now. So with that, 
uh, still wish you a, a great January, a start of the new year. Uh, and we're going to try to make a few more episodes, <laughs> a bit more than just once a month. Uh, but anyways, thank you so much for listening and hope you're having a great day and afternoon. And we will see you again next time. <laughs>